0: You are listening to the Power and Prose podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Prose is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the Power and Prose podcast. Y'all, it's February, happy Black History Month, y'all. It is so dope that we have made like it's Black History Month in 2020. That's a testament. Like even the fact that you're listening right now, the fact that I'm recording this right now, that we are black in this year, all the advancements that we've been able to make, the ones that we're conscious that we still have to make All of it. Super, super, super dope. So from me to you, happy Black History Month, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. We are black, y'all. Stay black. Stay proud. Stay allowed. Like, let's get it. I think this Black History Month is going to be so amazing. um, And I'm hoping that this episode actually will help you to realize that for yourself. Because I have finally, finally begun to understand that there is power in revision it's uncomfortable, it can be embarrassing, and it may be involuntarily transparent, but it's powerful. It is powerful. And in this episode, I want to chat about the various ways that I'm strengthening my voice from revisions alone. I think it is so often that we think we need new tactics, new tools, a new homie, new performances, and stuff to flex. But most times, It's in the old turning new or the revision of things that provides the stage of our testimony, provides the stage of our strength, provides the stage of everything that we're looking to accomplish. It is set up or really truly born out of the revisions that we allow ourselves to be comfortable enough to make. Too, 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 too often we think we got to do everything right the first time, and you just won't every time. If you do, sometime, I think that is amazing and it's great, and we should applaud ourselves. We should be able to be like, wow, this is saving me time, but there are going to be some times when we have to run that thing all the way back, like take it to the top, and when we do that there's power in that I think we discount the project we're working on or we discount a conversation we have with somebody because we have to have that convo again when there is power in even having the discernment to decide that you have to do that so that is what this episode is all about and to kick it off and really show you how I'm even doing that in the power punch which is right after this I'm going to actually be sharing a poem that to me ain't done or even if it is done I have definitely not nailed how I want to deliver it I have to practice a lot more with this one so to me this poem in its entirety is not complete it's going to take another round of revision if not more than one and I want to share it with y'all and it might still hit people in a certain way or whatever the case but the point is that it's under revision Right now, but it can still be powerful. So, we're gonna hit you with a power punch and then we'll get into that. So, black be like the expression of how we be, and like black is the nods we exchange while crossing the street, and like black is the I see you, you see me, and like black is the rhythm we have when paired with the beat and see. Black ain't always late with crime, and see, black don't always mean not being on time, and see, my black is not yours to define, cause see, the black of the berry, the sweet of the wine, you know, black ain't tamed, black is named, trade to Wanda, Malik, Jerome, each black mama deliberating carefully before naming the heir to her throne, and yes, some mamas be single, but we see the black men that tend to their own, black families be woven together better than any cashmere I've ever known, you know, Black be casket-sharp every time it goes out, careful to preserve self and wash a whites not to soil when it all folds it out. Black can improvise in the nick of time before the curtains close out, turning a nickel into a dime, providing for the whole house, and I know. Sometimes the beauty in black begins to fade. Brothers be arguing over lack of getting paid, darkened by sadness over bodies that have been laid. Sometimes the gaps in the family tree be black made. But no matter how much more we have to stride, can't let our differences create a divide. Can't be judging those who survived because they complied. Can't be quick to call folks weak but make a post about their strength if they commit suicide. Let's work to shift the narrative. Black be positivity. Black be support. Black be standing up for Black. See, Black be standing up for Black except when we deem her that her clothes are whack. Or till your son come home gay. Or till you deem your homie brand new cause he moved away. I guess all I'm trying to say is Black is the expression of how we be and like, I just want us to be all right. Okay, coming at y'all with a little, you know, Black History Month tease, girl. Um, I am proud of that poem. I started that poem actually last year, Black History Month, and I didn't finish it until the summertime and it was taking a minute. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to say, was it all positive? What do black be like to me? What pieces do I specifically want to highlight? Who is this audience going to be for? I thought I was going to say it at my Black History Month um, events at work in 2019. And that didn't happen. So then I was just stuck with this poem. It's no longer February. What am I saying? Who am I saying it to? And am I saying it right? And I let all of that get in my head. and I didn't finish the poem until the end of June because I was thinking of so many things and then to come now it's February again, Black History Month again I am going to perform this piece in front of um, my co-workers for Black History Month at my job and like I said I don't even know if I'm hitting certain words that I want to emphasize the way I want to do it if there are certain words that I want to take out there's ones I want to put in there's a revision that needs to happen with this piece but it still is powerful to me, even saying certain words or just a feeling that I get, um, just turning pages. Sometimes I have shorter poems or even just taking pride in the fact that it's a longer piece. All these things, there's power in it for me. Power in the fact that a year later, I could look at it one way and be like, wow, you're still working on this. Or wow, you still haven't figured it quite out yet. And why has nobody heard it? All of these things. But what I've decided to do with this piece in particular is to love on it, to embrace it, and to really decide there is power in where I am in it right now. There's power in the fact that I haven't given up on it, that I haven't given up on myself, that I haven't given up on the expression that I'm trying to get across in this piece and that's what's powerful what's powerful is that my voice is still alive that my opinion is still thriving and that there's still a desire a yearning and a burning inside of me to get this out to other people to be open to feedback or even applause all of those things snaps if I say it at a slam whatever the outcome is that i'm open to there being an outcome not just casting this piece off to the side because i didn't get it right so this is an example of just with this piece alone how i'm deciding that there's going to be power in it even though i've decided it is not in its final form aside from that happy legacy month again i hope that y'all like the piece got something from it um i think it is Interesting how I decided not to simply say all the positive things about blackness or all of the negative things about blackness, but that black be like, like it's literally like, and it can go either way. If you're talking about someone, it's like sometimes she be like, but the other times she be like, like you know, it's that's what it is. It's kind of a teeter tottering, which is a playful thing that you can do, but the, the scales do tip on either side during that and i think with blackness 100 percent there's beauty there's pain there's triumph there's hurt but there's beauty in all of it and the outcomes of it how those things teeter-totter and play together and that is what this piece is all about um so hope you guys like it and we're going to dive more into revision in the episode So when talking about revision, revising things, I think it's great to really understand what I mean by that. So in looking up the word revise, it means to reexamine and make alterations to or to reconsider and amend, especially in light of further evidence or to reflect a changed situation. That's it. We make revision seem daunting, like we did something wrong, like there's no way other people have done it, and we're, it's an isolated event for us. And if you look at the root from a Latin perspective, which the dictionary always provides, then the Latin word to see is vidir, and then you add the re in front of it, and it's to see again. And so in the first definition that I shared is re-examine. You have to see again to reconsider and amend, especially in light of further evidence or to reflect a changed situation. That's all it is. So if it's February now and we got some goals that we didn't hit or if there are goals that we're hitting, but we're realizing that our viewpoint towards that goal has changed, you might need a revision, girl. You might need to chop and screw, run that thing back take it to the top, and start again. And I think that's cool. That's straight. You can do that and still be black excellence. You can do that and still be a boss. You can do that and still inspire people, motivate folk, get your things done that you need to get done. All of it can happen even with revisions taking place. But that's up to us to remove the notion that life is a one and done. If I'm recording this show, if I'm writing a poem, I love to hit people with a first take Drake. I call things a first take Drake whenever I do something the first time and it's a hit because that's what Drake makes is hit. So if I do something first take Drake, it's a hit. And I'm like, yo, I did that on y'all. Like, you know what I mean? And I think that that's dope. That's good. That's well. And it ain't nothing like it when it happens and you feel a sense of accomplishment, there's a rush through your veins, but I can't even stunt on the character building and defining moments that I have happened when I don't hit a first take Drake. I can't stunt on it. They shape me. They make you go ham for things, and it's, it's necessary, It's inescapable. There are just things in life that are not going to be a hit. And they're definitely not going to always be a hit to everybody that encounters what you're doing. So what our job is, is to be comfortable with that. If we don't get comfortable with that, understand the power in it, we're going to feel so much more defeated than we need to way more often, way more often. I used to hate editing my writing. And I edit while I write, which some writers will um, advise against. But I think people do that. You know, if you're doing your YouTube and you're saying something, you might edit what you say. So that way you don't finish the thing and have to do it later. If you already know you don't like that piece, I think there is power in revision. And definitely in the timing that you do it. And what we have to decide is that that process is worth it. I think most times we think the perfection is perfect and that clean slate page or not having to spend as much time on things and no marks, no bumps, no scratches, that that's what's powerful when really it's limiting, it's restricting, and it doesn't allow you to truly flex all the creative muscles that you could have, your problem-solving skills, being able to interact with other people about the woes that you have and to get different tips and tricks and lessons. And again, just coming into a new form of yourself. Revision is to re-examine, especially in light of a changed situation. You ain't the same girl that you was before. So if you are new and improved, you have now a changed situation. You might have to revise some things to edit how you treat certain situations to make them better for you in this season. And if you want to accomplish that sense of self, if you want to be that person that you said you're going to be at the end of 2020, then you're going to have to be in a constant state of revision. No way around it. So when I was looking into revision and prep for the episode, I learned of a writing technique about revisions and it was called power revisions, which is so fitting because we're talking about the power in revisions and there are two different revision levels. So this is, I got this from a writing um, technique blog, but this is going to be generic for all those who are listening. This is like for life through the lens of writing. And so there's a structure level revision and a sentence level revision. Both are needed to have a sound voice and to allow others to comprehend, respect, and honor what you're saying, and for you to be proud of what you say. So, if we're talking about power moves on how you can revise things, chop and screw stuff, switch it up, change the tempo, take it up, down, then bring it down, down, all of that, when you're communicating with other people, when you're going for what you want and owning your voice in whatever creative space that looks like for you, there's structural level revision and sentence level revision. So when you go to structure level revisions, you have to check the contents. What's missing? You have to check the content. What do you have? And then you have to check what's missing all together. So what are you not saying? What are you holding in that needs to be said? And how could you add flavor to your language to make that happen? If you are looking for certain projects at work, and you realize that you never get to work on those type of things, that's what's missing. You check the contents, the scope of all the projects that you've done, and you realize that there's a link that is missing. Cool, we've done that. We are now looking at the structure of your place on your team at work, right? So once you do that, now we're trying to look for how we add the flavor. How are we going to add the things that are missing and not hold it in? We know what now needs to be said. We know what's missing. Our job is to be sure that we say it. You have to add the flavor to that area. So that way you're filling in those voids, those missing pieces. Also on the structure level revision, you also have what's there, but there's not enough of it. So maybe you communicate to people one thing, but not another thing. You filter yourself in certain situations. That's going to stifle your voice every time. If you're filtering yourself, and I ain't saying, of course, going ham on people all the time, talking out of turn, being rude, being snobby, being nasty, none of that. But you have to be aware of those moments when you're, you're stifling yourself and you're not being true to who you are At all times, in all situations, in all spaces, in all places. You're, one, discrediting your voice. Before anybody gets a chance to do so, you're doing it to you. And that is the worst position to be in. You don't want to over revise. You just want to see again, to re-examine. So if you examine the content and you see what's missing and you're going for it or you're saying something You've already examined already. You know what I mean? So you don't have to do it over and over and over and over for a certain situation before you try to address it. You have to address it. So don't overcorrect. So there might be times when you're saying something, but you're not saying enough. And it's because you're now overcorrecting a problem. And you might need to revise that, whatever that tactic is, whatever triggers that off. And you're like, they're not going to get what I'm saying. They're not going to receive what I'm saying. And you shut down. You need to revisit to see again in that area what causes you to do that. And then from there, you check the content to see what's missing as far as helping you remain confident when you're expressing yourself, when you're going for what you want, when you're stating what you need. So that way you can do that repeatedly all the time. The last big chunk of the structure level revision that I wanted to share was what's there but at the wrong level for the audience. For some folk, there is power in me not saying a thing. Like I don't need to say nothing. And for others, I think I need to say less when really my demeanor, coupled with me not saying nothing elicits a different interaction with these people so my team at work though i think i'm supposed to just come in put my head down do what i gotta do and the fruit of my work is gonna come out and y'all gonna be like okay that's dope okay that's doing what she gotta do whatever whatever but if my demeanor is coming off because i was it was raining outside and i didn't bring my umbrella or whatever and then i come in here and i'm not talking it's now set up a structure for the rest of our day and how I'm asking people to interact with me. So I need to change that overall if I'm not getting the responses that I want. But again, that takes me to revise and to look at what's happening. How are my interactions or my demeanor coming off to other people and them in turn taking me in? And Is that what I want? If it's what you want, don't change it. I think a lot of times we're not self-aware about what we're doing and what's happening, the structure that we've laid. Because we all have a pretty much a foundation, but when we get to that structure, those, those are just little stakes that we put in the ground. And if we let the stakes stay in and cement themselves, it can really, really, really seep in the wrong stuff if we don't take in this examination period. So it's super, super, super important to kind of taking the landscape of these bigger levels these areas the things that you're saying the things you're not saying enough of the things that are just missing completely in your orbit and then after you do that you're able to create a plan you'll be able to see triggers when certain situations happen and be like huh I didn't say how I really felt in that situation why didn't I do that And it's like, okay, I actually did that last time that happened was with this same person. So then you can maybe think, it ain't me. It's actually something that they do that doesn't make me feel comfortable to do that. Or it's a certain every time... You get off the phone with your mom, maybe you feel emotional, so you don't know how to express that, but you actually just homesick. Like, you know, whatever those things are, you'll be able to identify them. And then once you can identify something, you can create a plan for it. But if we just stay silent or if we are bringing the right thing to the wrong audience or whatever that, that case is and we don't re-examine, revise, revisit we'll just continually do it over and over and over. And we're wondering why our voice is in our throat and we can't get out our thoughts. We can't get out our creativity. We can't live in the freedom that we actually are afforded to have. And it's because we are putting the chains on ourselves. So on the flip side, we also have the sentence level revision. So these are smaller some people, like, your structure is set, it's sound, your foundation's cool, like, you you good on that. But there, there's little things that, over time, can erode the strength of your voice. And that's really what I want to talk about because it's subtle. And it just happens and then you look up and it's like, I used to be bold. I used to be loud and proud. I used to be able to say if I like this, if I don't like that. Or I used to dress this certain way and now I don't do that anymore. Our voices tie directly to what we think. It ties directly to how we express ourselves via our clothing. It ties directly to how we relate with people if we invite people over our house or if we don't. Our voices hold the key to so many things. Things. They really, 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 really do. And so, with the sentence level revisions, and when we t- see again, when we re examine how we speak, it can unlock so many different avenues in all spaces of our lives. So, one, we need to revise redundant phrasing, especially for my Black women there are too many times when we include obvious qualifiers in the things that we say to overtly prove our worth in a space and we don't need to do that so if I say to somebody they're like a podcaster they've been doing this for years and then they talking to me and I'm like yeah well I just want to completely finish the poem before I record blah blah completely and complete and finish is the same and you know what I mean it's kind of like you don't need to overly show that you're going for something or that you know what you're talking about that you understand a process and there are plenty of times in the sentences that we say where we overtly have to show that we're worthy of being somewhere that we know what we're talking about that we're in the room that we're in for a reason and we don't have to do that we really 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 don't and the more that we do it again we are self-correcting we are assuming we're actually not even giving the other parties a chance to erode our voice we are doing it we're doing it and that's what i really want to put a pause to in this black history month in this time own it stand in what you say every sentence is important don't let it pass you by if there's a thing that you say on this sentence level that is redundant phrasing it's over qualifying why you are where you are what you've done what school you went to the qualifications that you have take stock of that check the content of that and again realize the spaces that you do that in isn't when you talk to white counterparts isn't when you're talking about your creative project because you feel like the new kid on the block Is it when you talk about, oh, people are talking about your new look, when you actually put a lot of thought into it, but this isn't how you used to dress, so you're not as confident just yet. Whatever those things are, and just begin just to be aware of it, aware that it's happening, aware of when it happens, and how often it happens. And then you'll be able to shift your language. You want to shift your language, especially on this sentence level, because these things add up. If you're lacking confidence in an area and you change your sentence level of how you interact with people, how you interact with yourself in your quiet time, if you are a writer, when you write, how you explain your creative projects to people, there are so many times when we do that and... We're explaining, oh, I just have a little book club. It's like, no, girl, you be going ham, making sure your flyer looks good, that y'all pick a bomb book, you reading reviews night and day, seeing what people think about something before you tell the book club that this is the book we're reading. It's not just a little book club, you know, own that. If you're doing it, own it 100% in every sentence that you say period. It makes other people respect it. And it reminds you to respect it. You begin to think about the labor that you put into whatever you're working on. You begin to think about how much you think about the thing that you're talking about. You know what I mean? And It's just, it just reinforces your authority in the space. So you don't want to ask people for authority in a space. You want to reinforce that you have it already. That's what you're trying to do. You also want to revise passive voice sentences. So, a passive voice sentence could be the email will get sent by the end of the day based off what you just laid out. So, if I'm talking to my boss, I've said that, like, oh yeah. So, the email will be sent based off what you just said. And then after the client responds back to me, I'll let you know. Like, you know, so the only thing that I've taken stock in is that I'll let you know what the client says. That's not all the authority that I have in that situation. I just listened to you, I'm actually going to run it back so that you know I comprehended what you said. I'm sending the physical email and then whatever next steps are outside of that, I'm also going to handle that. So you're, you are you want to reinforce and establish, if you have to, authority that you have. So if we talk in an active voice, I'll send the email by end of day. That's active. And it lets you know the authority I have. I'm physically doing the work. And I'm also telling you when you can expect for me to loop back with you on it. So the more that we do that, you could have more active thoughts and words about yourself when you're thinking back on a certain situation. If you're explaining what you do to other people, because you've done it so much, or you're talking in this active voice, you're not being passive about what you do. And it just obviously people are going to be intrinsically dialed into what you do they want to learn more about why you do it and then that's that confidence boost externally now but it starts internally it starts with you saying what you have going on in an active way it starts with you saying what you have going on in a, in a voice of authority and that you care that you know what you're talking about and even if you don't be like girl I was on Google last night looking at different ways that I could podcast and make sure it's as efficient as possible instead of being like, oh, I'm doing this little podcast thing on the side. Hopefully it takes off. It's like, no, I'm actually doing this thing. I've already recognized that there's an area I want to get better at, and this is how I'm looking to rectify that situation. You know, revising our language, revising the projects that we're working on, just taking stock in the fact that revisions, are powerful in itself and that you're not always going to hit a first take, Drake, will make you that much more of a superstar in whatever arena you are in, whatever arena you're in. And if you speak sparingly in that arena, that's cool. But at some point, we are all going to have to speak about what we do, what we believe, why we showed up a certain way that we showed up somewhere, being there and advocating for somebody else. And when we do that, I want it to be as powerful as possible. Even with the opening of this show, Power and Prose is an active advocate for women of color to embody their authentic voice. That's what this show is about—an active advocate. I could have just said I'm an advocate of, but that allows room for me to be passive it allows room for me to not really know what the next step's going to be but that's grounding for me that I have to be actively doing something and that even that that's active voice case of me saying what the mission of this show even is you know so I think that another example for me my review at work is coming up, child. I'm trying to secure a bag, okay? I need me something with some bopping, honey. I'm trying to be styling and profiling. So with my review, case and point, you brag on yourself. You have to do a self-eval. You're going to have a meeting with your bosses. You're going to have to tell them, Even though they were there, you could be passive in talking about what you've done. You could be passive in the projects that you've owned. You could be passive in the trials and tribulations you had to go through to even get to the meeting. Or you could be active. I have to actively remind you of the authority that I had in certain moments, in certain situations. I have to actively let you know how this situation was messed up, but I turned it around. My presence in the room is what made that project pop off. So... In prepping for my review, I really, really, really had to revise the way that I thought about things that I was doing. I had to revise the way that I talked via email, how I talked out loud. And even with this podcast, I had to revise certain ways that I go about doing it. And it's so easy to beat ourselves up and not want to even think about the other side like think about it I'm going to review I'm going to have to hear revisions that my company thinks I should make for me to get to the next level revisions that they think I should make to get to the next bag the the next zero that I'm trying to get and so I have to be open to that if you're closed off if you're closed-minded And if you're closed mouth, you ain't going to get fed. Like, you're not going to get what you need to get where you want to go. So you want to make sure that you're as active as possible in your process and in your progress. And it'll force people to do the same thing. There's an area at work when I check the contents on my structure of my team even there is something that we are missing, honey. And in us missing that, it's causing me to miss certain marks because I don't have the guidance that I need in a certain area. So as I re-examined the content and I checked the structure of what's happening with me internally and my performance and how my team looks on our org chart or whatever, then I'm able to now see what's missing. The next step is for me to actively state that in the meeting with my sentence level revisions, my sentence level language that I present in my review. So when I'm talking, I can say, hey, this thing on our team, I think if it was present, I could be more present in this certain sphere. So even if I don't get feedback on it and I think I'm doing great, I took the time to re-examine what's happening. I found an efficiency we can have on our team. And even that could be another stripe if they don't see it, you know? So you want to see all that you can do for you, for others. And that just really, really preps you to be able to go to new heights. And then you can, again be that much more sound and grounding your footing because you know what you have going on. You don't need people to reaffirm, to revalidate, to explain. You already have a base. Your structure will be more sound. Are well, you're like, no, that makes sense. No, I got that. Oh, I hear that. You know what I mean? And then people, again, will have to put respect on your name because you're coming with a certain correctedness that just can't be push to the side, avoid it. They're like, okay, well, maybe we should look at that. Maybe we'll we'll loop back with that. And then you can put a timing on it and be like, okay, can we talk about this again in three weeks? Like, what y'all gonna do in that amount of time? Or for me to be successful, maybe they'll give me a certain time I have to do something. But because I've already examined the room for growth that I think I have, maybe I can proactively think about that. But you just want to make sure That your thoughts and your words are establishing the authority that you could have on a sentence level. And you'll see that as you revise, even on a microscopic level is that, that your entire structure will begin to change based off of a change situation that you reflected on. And so if you have to make alterations, that just better, it frees you up. It really, really does. It frees you up. It makes you go harder. Your creative outputs are better. I'm talking about work. At work, you could be better. You could require more of those around you. And now you're just propelling forward. And you could do that at an accelerated rate. Maybe you wrote down a goal and you wanted to do something by X date. But by you re-examining so early in the game, instead of looking at something maybe two more months from now, you're looking at to revise in Q1. Maybe you could relook at your goals every month to see again. If that's the root of revise, see again, relook at those, see what you wrote, look at how those things have come about thus far. Look at the language that you said. You want to be a YouTuber, but when people ask you, like, oh, how's the YouTube going? You're like, uh, I mean, I'm not a YouTuber yet, but I posted a little video the other day, like, no, 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 no. Change your sentence level in your language. Change it, shift it, revise it, flip it upside down. Do the hokey pokey, child. Like whatever you gotta do to stand in authority. Establish it now with the project not being done. Establish it now with it not being perfect. Establish it now on first on twenty third take Drake. Like you know, establish it at that point, and from there you have no choice. But to get other people on board with what you're doing, it might not be everybody. It ain't gonna be everybody. But the people that need to be there, and for you, you'll be so establishing your authority in that space and so establishing at least the current thought that you have right now. Some of us are not even establishing the thoughts that we have today, but we wanna be a CEO tomorrow. Huh? It just won't work. You have to decide that revisions are your friend you have to decide that there's power in that and then from there you you can make a plan to actually do the revisions that you need to make if we avoid the thought the even sheer notion that revisions are going to be needed to get where we need to go if we ignore the fact that revisions might actually be suggested from other people we won't get as far as we could we just won't. And I don't know about y'all, but this year for me about to be explosive. I can't wait. I think it's going to be dope for everything that I touch. But early on, with it being February at the tippy top of the year, I want to be comfortable with revising things. I want to be comfortable with saying a poem on this show, putting it out knowing that I might change the end of it next week. And <laughs> Y'all won't even be able to hear that. And I'm going to be like, Ugh, I should have put this version up and not the last. It's like, no, 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 no. That version was good for that day. And I had to establish my authority with the piece that I wrote at that time. If I'm always waiting on tomorrow, if I'm always waiting on validation from other people, if I'm always waiting on the right time, it'll never be a time. It'll never be a time. So there's power in revision. So the power tool for this week is to delete the excess. Delete. Control Alt Delete. Don't carry it. If there's extra words that you use, extra explanations that you have, extra accolades that you're trying to get, so that way you can add it to your Twitter and Instagram bios, so people could give a dang about what you got going on. Delete that. Stop that. Like, do not pass gold. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Like, don't do it. You have all that you need right now. And again, sometimes revisions are not going to get a new skill set. It's not going to get a new accolade or a new connection at a networking event. Sometimes you just simply need to revise what you already have. Do not spend your wheels, looking for new stuff, exhausting yourself, trying to finesse yourself into new situations, snaking around, trying to slime your way into a new scenario, when all you need to do is see again what you already have to re-examine, make alterations, and reconsider and amend. Reconsider and amend. Delete the access. It'll free up time. It'll free your mind. It'll expose your spirit to a new side of yourself. It'll awaken problem solving skills. It'll awaken new language for you. Because if you can't talk negatively, if you can't over explain what you're doing, if you can't over explain what you believe in, you got to be clear cut and sharp about it. And when you do that, it's like, oh, wow, that was dope. Oh, I didn't even actually know I like felt that like that. Like, you know, like somebody was asking me about documentaries and I love watching documentaries. I watch them all the time. I'm probably gonna watch one after this. And in doing that and talking about it and not being shy, like sometimes I geek out about it and I'm like, okay, I try to pare it back and i didn't do that the last time somebody asked me about watching documentaries and the last one i watched i went ham i said the whole plot i was talking about what it made me think about after this site i had looked up after i watched it i went into a rabbit hole with that and i just went there and it was an enlightening conversation i got to have with somebody about it and everything and it was just super dope and i was like if i would have paired back i wouldn't have got to that point i wouldn't have been able to have that encounter with that person and then they ended up sending me a documentary recommendation later, but it's because I established my authority as a documentary watcher. That's not even, you know what I mean? That's that's not even with work, not even with me doing poetry or nothing like that. It's just something that I like to take in from somebody else. And in me establishing that I actually like that, that I actually believe in this content, that I think is insightful, I have established myself in that space and now I can propel in it. I can watch more. Finding good documentaries is hard. Some people be putting out trash. And so having people send documentaries to me, I can propel now and be even more of an expert than I thought I was in that area. But I first had to establish myself in that. I couldn't overcorrect how I was going to explain what I'm doing. I had to delete the excess words of trying to explain why I like it and when I started. Well, I think my mama and somebody had me watch one, and now I just like it. It's like, no. I watched a documentary last night, and let me tell you what it was about. Cut and dry. Get to it, y'all. Get to it. Own it at the tippy top right now. If you got to revise something, own it. It's okay. We all do it. Even Drake, don't always hit a first take Drake. But when it hit... It's a hit, you know? So there's power in revision. Delete the access. You don't need it. You don't need the extra stuff. All you have is all that you need. So thanks for rocking with me. I appreciate y'all. As you know, every week, every download, every review, every tag on social, everything. It just brings me so much joy. It makes me so happy. And as you can tell from this episode, I am super passionate about us owning our voices it is time there is no better time than this to own your voice to stand authentically in who you are 10 toes down and be real about it so if you want to connect more about how to do that how i do it and to just see my process then please 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 feel free to follow me on instagram my personal instagram is zest that's z e s -S t of desk Des is D-E-S. Sometimes people think it's Dest. It's just D-E-S. So Zest of Dest on Instagram and on Twitter. You can follow the show specifically where I also post content at Power in Pros Podcast on Instagram. Love you guys so much. And remember, there's power in pros.